In this episode, we're going to take a look at this gem called Inherited Resources by Jose Valim. And this abstracts out the controller actions for RESTful style controllers. So if you have a lot of duplication in your controllers, uh, check out this gem. Now this isn't the first gem to do this kind of thing. Way back in episode 92, I covered Make Resourceful, and there's several other plugins as well. Uh, they all take slightly different approaches to how, how they do things. Uh, I like Inherited Resources because it integrates really nicely with Rails 3 and just feels a little more up to date. But I encourage you to try different ones out and just use the one that fits your kind of style. Now the Rails application we'll be working with here is an e-commerce application uh, where we have many different products with prices and each product has many reviews as well, which is a separate model. Here you can review products, the user can add a review, and so on, and choose a rating. And what we want to do is use inherited resources to uh, change the internals of this and see how much we can clean it up. So here's what that products controller looks like. And as you can see, it follows these seven standard RESTful controller actions quite well. And if you find yourself repeating this pattern a lot in many different controllers, then you'll want to definitely take a look at something like inherited resources. Now, if you find yourself customizing each individual controller action quite extensively, then um, an abst controller abstraction like inherited resources might not work as well for you. But here we follow our RESTful pattern quite well, so let's see what inherited resources does for us. Now, since this is a Rails 3 application, we just go into our gem file and mention inherited resources there. There we go. And then do bundle install to install it. And as you can see, it installed inherited resources here with a couple dependencies. And then we just go to any controller that we want and then have it inherit from inherited resources base. And this already inherits from application controller, so it will already pull in that behavior. And then you can just re simply remove those seven actions because they're all already be included through inheritance. Now you'll need to restart your server to get the gem loaded, but once you do, you can see that our products controller still works when we reload because it's going based off of inherited resources. And we can even create a new product here. Just create a product and that works. Now this goes to the show action of this product, but let's we say we want to customize this to go back to the index action uh, for our products controller once we create one. Now you can handle customization by overriding the methods. So inside of our products controller, we can redefine that create action and then do whatever we want inside of here. If you want to fall back to the inherited resources behavior, you can call create and then this also takes a block. So because uh, just changing the uh, the URL that it gets redirected to when it's successful is so common, you can just return that in the block and that'll change that behavior. So if we do products path, that'll go to the products index action once the product is created. Now there's a lot more things we can do inside this block to customize the behavior, uh, but just check out the documentation for details on that. So let's try creating a new product now. Click create, now we get passed to the index action this time and there's our product, so it's working. Now let's say we wanna customize which formats our controller responds to. So we wanna support maybe XML as well as HTML. So we can say, respond to HTML, XML, and this works just like I showed in episode 224, but it's fully supported by inherited resources. So now we can go to the products.xml page and get the same list of products in XML format, really easy. So our products controller is looking very concise here, but what about our reviews controller? 
Now reviews are nested under products. So if we go to read reviews, you can see we'll get to products slash one slash reviews. So that's going to the index action for the reviews controller. Now if we choose add a review, you can see it's still nested under products. And this is what our reviews controller looks like. I uh, notice it just has three actions, not all seven this time, index, new, and create. And it's also going through the product model every single time because it handles nesting. Now, even though we're doing nesting and other things here, the fundamental behavior in each of these actions is still the same. And so inherited resources will work really well here. So we can just change this superclass to inherited resources, base, and then simply remove these actions. That's the fun part, right? Clear out that code. And uh, so if we do a belongs to call here, this is something that inherited resources provides. Uh, you can just say belongs to product, just like you would in the model. And this way, it'll actually uh, handle the nesting for you and load that product resource through that. Now, currently this controller will respond to all seven of those actions because that's inherited resources default behavior, but we only want it to respond to three actions. And so to customize that, we can call actions and then specify index, new, and create. So that way only those actions will be supported. Now, like the products controller, we also need to override the create action behavior here too to make sure it redirects to the proper action. So we just call create again here. Now, uh, there's a number of URL helper methods that uh, inherited resources provides to uh, redirect various actions, which is really useful because we have um, some nesting going on here. So this will make it nice and easy. In this case, there's one called collection URL, which goes to that index action. So that will just handle the redirecting of the nesting for us. Now let's give this a try. We go to our reviews. So this goes to the index action in our reviews controller. All working so far, we can add a review here. Uh, let's say, great game, give it five rating, create a review and it goes to that index action or that collection URL. So that's all working properly. Now there's something else cool I wanna show you called has scope. Now to get this to work, you just add has scope to your gem file here, and then make sure to uh, bundle install and restart your server if you need to. And then inside of your controller, in this case, our products controller, you could just call has scope and then provide the name of a scope on your model. And I'm just going to use limit here because that's provided by default in Rails 3. And then when you're on the index action of that controller, uh, the scopes can just be passed as parameters in the URL. So we can say a limit equals 10, or let's say five, and that will be passed in as, as a uh, value to that limit scope. And this also takes a default parameter if you want the scope to always be applied even if it's not mentioned in the URL parameters. So that way if we remove this limit mention, then it will just limit it to whatever we supplied in the default. And this works on any one of your custom scopes as well. So let's say inside of our review model we have a scope, uh, let's call it rating, which allows one to limit uh, the reviews by rating. So it'll take a rating argument and we'll just say where the rating attribute is that given rating. And then inside our reviews controller, we can make the scope public by just simply saying has scope rating. And then when we go to a given product's reviews, we can add a rating option here. Let's say only the five star ratings. And there we go. So it allows us to customize uh, which ratings are shown by a simple scope. Really easy. 
Now, HasScope is a separate gem, so if you wanted to, you could use it outside of inherited resources. All you have to do is just use the ApplyScopes method inside your index action. Now, the last thing I want to show you with inherited resources is how to customize the flash message. So as you can see, when we create a review, it says review is successfully created. Now, you can do this inside of the internationalization files. Now, even if your application doesn't support multiple languages, uh, this is still a great place to store strings and present messages to the user and configure them. So uh, you can find this, here's our English file, you can find this inside the config locales directory. And so to customize flash messages inside of um, inherited resources, all you have to do is use a flash and then the controller name, so in this case reviews, and the action name, in this case create, and then the notice, and say we want that to be um, your review has been created. Now, if you don't want to configure this for every single controller, uh, what you can do is use the term actions instead of the controller name, and that way it will be applied to every single controller. But if you want, you can use the resource name variable here so that it will fill in the name, in this case, review of the model. So let's try adding another review here. And then we get your review has been created. So our custom flash message is working great. Well, that's it for this episode on inherited resources. If you find yourself recreating those restful actions every time and you want something to dry them up or make them more abstract, definitely check it out. Uh, the README is pretty extensive and I didn't cover everything uh, that inherited resources provides, so I encourage you to check that out. Also, the uh, wiki page has a little bit more documentation as well.